Hey, my whizzes, and welcome to episode 111 of the Food Biz Whiz podcast. We are officially kicking off season 10 of the show, and I'm excited for the episodes that we have ahead of us in late 2021. So we've got this great lineup of topics like five packaging design tips to increase your sales, navigating partnerships, such as bringing on a co-founder. I'm bringing in Charlie. We're going to welcome Lev with Recipal on to talk about nutrition facts and regulations. We're going to talk more about social media this season. And like I said, of course, I'm going to bring back our VP of student success, Charlie Birkinshaw for a few episodes. It is going to be a lot of fun. So back to today's show, we are talking about the fourth quarter as it starts in two short weeks. Gosh. And we are going to do something a little bit different here on the podcast. So for the next four weeks, I am doing a mini series, if you will, on four things to focus on in the fourth quarter. So I'm breaking it all down for you, for us in the food industry. And there's a lot to cover here. So I'm going to do it for two reasons. First, like I said, there is so much to cover about the fourth quarter for our industry. And secondly, I heard from a lot of you that you love these shorter episodes and you find them more digestible. So your wish is my command. So for the next four weeks, I'm going to give you super short mini series on what you can do to focus on in this fourth quarter. So regardless of when you are listening to this, you are going to get something out of this episode, out of all four of these episodes. So don't worry if you aren't pressing play until weeks or potentially even months after this airs. You are still going to have aha moments in each of these episodes that is relevant no matter what time of year you are listening. Over the next four weeks, we will set your expectations on what you need to know and how you should behave between October and early January. We're going to walk you through your very last chance to pitch to new wholesale accounts this year and how to do it. I'm going to discuss nurturing your existing accounts and your potential shoppers. And finally, we are wrapping up with an episode on what you need to do once buyers stop accepting new products for their shelves this year. Let's get right into it. You're listening to Food Biz Whiz, the weekly podcast for everyone in the packaged food industry. Join your host, Allie Ball, to learn how to launch, grow, and scale your business. You'll hear real-life examples from her time as a professional grocery buyer, interviews with CPG experts, and listen in on actual client coaching sessions. Let's get going. This episode is sponsored by Retail Ready, my online course for emerging food brands who are looking to grow their wholesale business. I've been teaching Retail Ready for about six years, and this year in 2021, we'll hit our 1,000th brand to enroll in the course. Through videos, workbooks, checklists, templates, live coaching calls with me, and nearly 24-7 access to me and my team in our private online group, Retail Ready has all the tools that you need to increase your sales through wholesale accounts. So whether that's in traditional brick and mortar outlets or through e-commerce platforms, I would love to see you join us when the course opens again. So jump on to the waitlist to be the first to know when we welcome in new food, beverage, and taxable grocery brands. You can find the waitlist in today's show notes or at foodbizwiz.com under the heading Retail Ready. Okay, my whizzes, this first episode in our four-part 
mini series is all about setting expectations on what you need to know from that wholesale buyer's perspective during the months of October through December and how that impacts your actions as a food founder. Now, if you have been following me for a while, you you know exactly what I'm going to say here, but bear with me. It is worth repeating. I find that sometimes we need to hear these messages over and over again before they sink in. So let's break it down month by month. So first up, October, gosh, quickly approaching us. It is officially start to the fourth quarter and buyers are starting to feel that foreboding of the upcoming holiday season. Gosh, I mean, if you are listening from Canada, October is already Thanksgiving month. So this timeline is even more accelerated. I do want to note here before we really get into this episode, that when I say buyer, I am specifically talking about your wholesale buyers. I am not talking about the shoppers who are purchasing your product in the store. We're really talking about the mindset, the brains of that wholesale buyer in this episode. So buyers are focused on pulling sales reports from last year, analyzing those numbers and ensuring that they are setting their ordering pars for their teams. They're making sure that everyone below them has a solid plan that they can execute on, ensuring that the store orders exactly the right amount of product without running out or having too much spoilage after the holidays. It's a delicate balance here. So for example, when I was head of grocery at Byright, my job was to pull sales reports from the previous year, look at how our sales were trending this year, and then project how much we were going to sell this upcoming holiday season. It is stressful because there is a lot on the line, especially when you're dealing with perishable product and such high volume of sales. So I remember, gosh, I remember agonizing over these numbers pre-Thanksgiving, knowing how much was at stake. So let's use an example of pumpkin pies. (laughs) Let's take pumpkin pies into consideration. We would sell hundreds of pumpkin pies each year during the week of Thanksgiving. And Pumpkin pies have only a few days of shelf life. Plus, frankly, no one really wants to buy a pie much after Thanksgiving. So it is quite the mathematical puzzle. I mean, how many pies would I need each day, Sunday through Wednesday, before Thanksgiving in order to have just enough, but not so much excess after the holiday that I have a bunch of spoilage, which obviously leads to financial loss and wasted food. So let's keep going with this example. Let's say we sold 500 pies in those five days leading up to Thanksgiving. I think that's a gross underestimate, but we're keeping it simple for math on the podcast. Let's say we sold 500 pies in those five days. And I estimate estimated that we were going to do a 10% increase over last year. That means I'm ordering 50 extra pies this time around. And if my projection isn't right, let's say our sales stay flat, that is 50 pumpkin pies to put on sale and deal with on Black Friday. I mean, that is a lot of pies to be sitting in back stock and crossing our fingers and hoping they move, even if we're selling them at a loss because we're putting them on sale. 
So in October, buyers are making plans. They're running numbers. They're putting their heads down, looking at those projections and finalizing the last of their holiday pre-orders and their order pars for the coming holiday season. They are starting to feel the stress. So then we get to November, which is officially Thanksgiving month here in the U.S. We are in it. Gosh, buyers are working more floor shifts. They are making big holiday display changes and re-merchandising things. You know, that end cap on, you know, the end cap at the end of the aisle there is now filled with stuffing and cans of cranberry sauce right? That buyer spent a lot of energy planning and re-merchandising that section, possibly even pulling overnight shifts to do it while the store is closed and shoppers aren't around. I mean, gosh, I remember those night shifts, those overnight shifts. They were rough, especially when you were already in a stressful season. Buyers are trying to fill up their demo calendars in November for the rest of the year, and they're desperately trying to hire seasonal help to help them get them through the holidays. Once hired, buyers are training that seasonal help, hoping to get folks up to speed as quickly as possible and hoping that their veteran staff and their newbies don't fall ill during this season. I mean, I think we are going to see, my prediction is that we're going to see even more stress around staffing this year. I mean, service industry positions are harder and harder to fill nowadays. So come November, all bets are off in terms of connecting with buyers. They're totally heads down in ensuring that they are going to run a smooth holiday season and they're fully focused on product, on staff, and on sales. Okay, so finally, finally we get to December and buyers are potentially starting to feel a tiny bit of relief as they've they've made it through the biggest holidays of the year, the biggest of the holidays, right? Thanksgiving. But there's always a but. They quickly tur- turn their eyes towards Hanukkah, towards Christmas, and to towards New Year's, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. So obviously, depending on where you live, what country you're listening from, and what sort of store that buyer works for, they will have different priorities. But in general, here in North America, across the U.S., those are the big four. Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Christmas, and New Year's Eve. This year, Hanukkah starts the Sunday after Thanksgiving, so there won't be much of a rest for those busy buyers. So December's focus remains similar. Product, PARs, staffing, merchandising, and sales numbers. They just go through the remainder of the year. They've got to get through the remainder of the year, those those final weeks before there's a bit of a break. So not to get ahead of ourselves, but then January rolls around and typically buyers head to fancy food show here in San Francisco, and perhaps they tack on the good food mercantile. At the time of this recording, I have no idea whether or not those in-person trade shows will happen in 2022. If they do, it's going to be big. So regardless, that buyer makes it to the new year and finally comes up for air and is ready to start considering new product for their shelves. They're ready to perform category reviews again and jump into annual planning for the year ahead. So all that being said, what's the takeaway here? It is that come October 1st, that buyer is busy. 
Their brains are occupied with the holidays. They are stressed and it is not the best time of year to reach out, to ask for favors, to pitch your products for their shelves, unless you are specifically holiday related or come off as a high maintenance vendor. We don't want to do that in the fourth quarter. We want to respect the rhythm of retail. What does that mean for you, our listeners? Well, it means that you now have a little bit of insider info on what that buyer is thinking, why they're ignoring your emails, and how to shift your behavior over the next few months. From here, we are going to be back next week with part two of our mini series on where I'm going to walk you through your last chance pitch process to try to get you on a few more shelves this year. So if you are eager to increase your wholesale accounts in 2021, you don't want to miss this episode next week. Otherwise it's going to start to feel too late. So if this episode is helpful for you, please share it, share it as we kick off season 10. So I would love if you tag me on Instagram in your IG stories, I'm at it's Allie ball as well as another food founder who needs to know this fourth quarter info. I will give you a follow right back and I'm going to cheer you on as you grow your brand. Okay, my whizzes, that is it for today. As always, come and join us inside of our Food Biz Whiz Facebook group where we are continuing the conversation. I would love to know how this episode landed with you and what aha moments you had as I shared the brains of the buyer. So find your invite directly here in the show notes. All right, I'll see you right back here next week for episode 112, which is show number two of four of our fourth quarter focus mini series. Episode 112 is going to be all about that last chance pitch, and we'll help you land on some more shelves before we officially get into the holiday season. I'll see you next week. If you've been enjoying these episodes, imagine what it would be like to ask clarifying questions directly to me and to have my assistants working through your strategy on these topics. Well, you can. My Retail Ready students have access to me live in our private online group and on our monthly coaching calls. And I would love to see you in there as well. Retail Ready enrollment opens again soon. So jump on the wait list in today's show notes or at foodbizwiz.com and save your spot. Thank you for listening to Food Biz Wiz, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe so you never miss a beat. Hungry for more? Check out www.foodbizwiz.com. That's food, B-I-Z-W-I-Z.com for detailed show notes from all episodes. Thanks again for tuning in and stay busy.